0: Previously on comment section 2018.
1: Could this crossover also be a backdoor pilot to a Superman TV show starring Tyler Hoekman?
0: Oh, man, I think honestly, I might have to ask for another weather forecast <laughs> segment on this one.
1: Because that's that's that would be
0: bi- we would do a special episode for that. if yes. that happened. So um,
1: I don't know what percent chance on this. Okay, this is how it, this, this is honestly how I, how I think it is. 50.1.
0: So you're leaning,
1: I'm leaning it is. I'm leaning towards it. Hmm. Just like that. That's all there is to it. Hello everyone and welcome. To a brand new episode of comment section. That's right, guys. I know we say this a lot a lot of times about how this is a special episode, and it is because we're donate I mean we're submitting it to one topic, spending it on one yep. topic. Yep. But this one is a very special episode. In a way, more than any other, this feels like a culmination of everything we've been building towards. Since episode 1. Because, you know, we have a lot of requests on this show that we make sometimes. Sometimes they happen, sometimes they don't. But I, since this show began, have been begging, CW, please give us a Superman show starring Tyler Hoekland's Superman. And about a month ago, well over a month ago now, we finally had the premiere it finally existed. Superman and Lois. It really does. It's out. We've seen the episodes. It's happened. It exists. Oh, it is really, a, it's a wonderful world we live in now to know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Superman. I can see a new episode on the yeah. CW. Well, at the time we are recording this, we had to wait two months because of the shutdown thing or whatever. But at least we still got The Flash and Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Now, we've both seen, I've seen five episodes, you've seen the first two. So yes. We'll focus on the pilot and we'll try to um, do some stuff from episode two. So, as we do normally in these specials, I, we ask, what was your introduction to the character? That's right. And we've never done a Superman special before. Huh. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, we haven't had a lot of reason to do a Superman special. <laughs> so, so I
0: haven't had to. Yeah, there hasn't been. So I haven't had to claw in my brain for some kind of history with Superman before, since I very have very little. Um, yes, I used, get uh, ready
1: for improv. So I guess I'll turn to you. you what was your introduction <laughs> to Superman? Uh,
0: I not much. One of the superheroes I I know less about. However, I. Uh, and we'll get into it a little watching this. Maybe I uh, had a little, have a little bit more of an attachment than I realized because I did uh, used to catch episodes of Smallville back in the early aughts. I I remember uh, liking that show a lot and uh, watching it quite a bit. Um, But that's obviously uh, kind of an, odd like early exposure to superman it's not like the most traditional Uh, i know what i will say
1: that it probably is even without the suit i would almost say is the most superman show we've ever had well most superman adaption we've ever had since christopher ree because yeah even when it's just him in the blue shirt the red jacket like He's still secretly Superman. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I think
0: I, I I would agree, but it's just it's that secretly. It's like yes. not it's not so on the nose that, that he's like, you know, lifting cars. You ever uh, wonder if K-boy there was
1: episode? someone who watched the finale and didn't get it? Like, wait, you mean all this time? <laughs> what? <laughs> this dude's Superman? What? Yeah. Um, it's not just a coincidence. His name is Clark Kent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I just thought it was an homage. I'll yes. turn it over to you. Uh, did, did you have much? Yeah, I mean, I see you're
1: wearing a Superman hat. Did you Do you know about oh, the character? I yes, know. I may know a little bit about the <laughs> character. So for me, my introduction to Superman, just like how my introduction to Batman was in Batman the Animated Series, my introduction to Superman was Superman the Animated Series, watching that every weekday or Saturday morning on Kids WB. It was great. I loved it when they would always do the new batman superman adventures where they would pair batman and superman together Mm, always felt like there was more superman episodes than batman but luckily (laughs) in this world of streaming you have access to all of them now it's not like will this be a superman day or a batman day yeah and also the justice league animated series kept superman in my head going forward my second favorite character on that show after batman Now, my first live action version of Superman was Smallville. And I remember for years going to Target, seeing a box set for a show called Smallville and wondering, why does it have the Superman logo on (laughs) this box? And walking away, never bothering to read what was actually on it. Just, yeah, oh, it's got the Superman logo. That's weird. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah and then i was reading like the disney magazine that we had subscribed to and then it said superman's coming to dvd and sees season- smallville season two and i was like oh i guess it is a superman type <laughs> thing huh oh. they didn't just rip off that logo huh yeah so i remember around that time the show was gonna premiere in syndication on abc family and I said, you know what? I like Superman. I'll watch it. Sure. Let's see what it's like. And I watched it and it just blew my mind. I was, after watching, I was so excited. I was like, wow, this is what you could do not only with superhero TV shows, but it really did kind of change my view of Superman. Like I'd always liked Superman, but Smallville really made me see Superman in a whole different way. Yeah. And then around that time, Uh, Christopher Reeve had recently passed and there was a lot of talk about his Superman movies. So after watching Smallville, I was like, well, let's see what happens later. So I rented the first Christopher Reeve Superman movie. I enjoyed it, but I didn't really get into it that much. Like it wasn't until like when they announced season 10 was going to be the last season of Smallville which would have been like six years after I watched that Christopher Reeve movie and we saw where he was going, I popped it in. And then after having more seasons of Smallville, I was like, oh, I finally get it now. Yeah. And then, but my live action Superman, where he was actually in the suit, was the 50s George Reeves show. And I thought that was great. We saw Clark Kent as a reporter. That was kind of the main thing. And he becomes Superman to fight gangsters and everything. And, oh, it was awesome. So, overall, those were my greatest and what led to me becoming a fan of Superman. Yeah. All right. So, I guess I can't ask you this because I guess this really (laughs) is. So, normally, if this was an MCU type thing, we'd ask, what was your introduction to the MCU or DCEU? What was your introduction to the DCEU? This was your introduction to the yeah, Arrowverse. I was going I was going to say if you were to ask
0: that I would say, oh, let's see. Uh about 24 hours ago. Yes. <laughs> or, or, or you could argue um uh you could argue the little clips you've shown me on this podcast.
1: Yes, we that Superman special we did 2 years ago was basically like a Cliff Notes version. Yeah, everything yeah. that's happened. Yeah,
0: I do have the Cliff Notes version for
1: sure. Yes. So for me, introduction to the Arrowverse, October 2012. Arrow is going to premiere. Now, this is important because there were two things working against it. One was, oh, how in the world is a Arrow show supposed to follow up the greatness that was Smallville? Another thing was, How is that this was coming out a few months after the Dark Knight Rises, which, I mean, to take you back to 2012, earlier in the year, we had the Avengers and the Amazing Spider-Man, which I was, dare I say, I would say are perfect adaptions of those characters. And then the Dark Knight Rises came, and I hated it so much, it brought out the flaws in the previous Nolan movies that, I had lost interest in live action superhero stories, so and I can honestly say that, if it weren't for Arrow, this show probably wouldn't exist. Because it was—I don't know if anything else but Arrow could have gotten me back into live action superheroes. Yeah. So we had this Arrow, we knew it was going to be not only kind of our first Batman type thing post Dark Knight Rises. In a way, it was going to be a bit of a do-over of the Dark Knight trilogy. I watched it, enjoyed it, but was still just like, what's the point? We all know it's going to have a terrible finale, so why waste time getting invested? Wasn't until the Christmas episode, nine episodes later, I was just like, wow, that was really good, where we kind of transitioned from Batman Begins to The Dark Knight for Green Mm -hmm. Arrow. Yeah. And then season two came, fixed a lot of the issues I had with The Dark Knight Rises, and I was like, you know... If it were to end here at season two, it would be satisfying. So, and then we got eight years later, it eventually did have a terrible series finale. Dare I say, <laughs> yes, worse than The Dark Knight Rises. But yet... Wowee. If you take away those horrible last three episodes, <clears throat> that eight-year thing pretty much did everything I'd wanted the show to do. And we already had the perfect series finale that they say is an Elseworlds thing, but no, darn it, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Which is Star City 2046 from Legends of Tomorrow. So there was that. Then, two years later, they'd done a great job of Green Arrow, but could they do The Flash? Which, not a lot of people can do something grounded like Green Arrow and do something like spectacular or more sci-fi like The Flash. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Flash premieres, it's great. It does a great job of being different from Arrow. And we have, for the first time, a DC, well, in live action, a DC television universe. And for me, you know, as much as I was, like, hopeful for B- Batman versus Superman to be good for me, this was the DC universe of the 2010s. Yeah. So we had that then. We had Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow, and Black Lightning, and Stargirl. And Supergirl Season 2, it was the first time we were going to be introduced to their version of Superman. Now, I don't know if I ever said this on this show. I remember after Batman versus Superman came out, like before Supergirl aired, I was like, there's no way they're ever going to have Superman on the show. But in the middle of Season 1, Batman versus Superman comes out tanks the franchise guys <laughs> i mean look we look at bvs people who liked it liked it for batman the people who didn't like it most of their issues were with superman mm-hmm. so we yeah. <laughs> when you get out of that movie superman was the weakest part of that movie
0: yeah that is literally i that is literally something i heard about it after it came out even though i hadn't seen it in theaters uh i remember people talking about like
1: the batman parts are okay (laughs) yes so superman was in trouble and then i thought you know maybe during the season one finale there's a chance maybe we won't see superman but we'll see clark kent and i even wrote on facebook you know i didn't think it was possible but i think there's a good chance we'll see not Superman, but Clark Kent show up in the Supergirl season finale. And mm. I even said, if it's just Clark Kent, and it's just a one-time appearance. I could almost see it being Tom Welling, even though it wouldn't make sense continuity wise. Yeah. And then the finale happens and there was no Clark Kent. It was just, we all only saw Superman's boots because <laughs> I mean, you saw what they did in the pilot, right? How they blackened out his face and all that from, yeah. like, the shadow and everything. hmm So I was like, oh, well, no Superman. Then in the summer, we find out Superman's coming to Supergirl. And we found out Tyler Hoechlin is going to be our new Superman. And the episode premiered, and it was great. Tyler Hoechlin, great Superman. And it was the first time since Smallville ended five years previously That felt like we had an actual Superman story in live action. And then he came back multiple times in Elseworlds and Crisis on Infinite Earths. Not great crossovers. But in crossovers that had Flash, Green Arrow, and Supergirl, it was Tyler Hoekland's Superman that was the standout. So that was great to see. He was the best character in those crossovers, even if the crossovers weren't that great. So we found out over a year ago that there was gonna be a Superman Lois TV show. Yeah. So I guess I'll turn it over to you now again, as someone who was introduced to the Arrowverse 24 hours ago. <laughs> God, I hate how I've given in to calling it that. But <laughs> someone who is, I mean, you you kind of like been you know about the Arrowverse, I guess, good good um, enough. Yeah. How important was the addition of a Superman TV show both to the Arrowverse and for Superman as a character? How important was this for them?
0: Um, yeah, having come into it just about as recently as someone could have come into it, um, framing it that way, I do think that like um, there isn't. A, I was gonna say, I was gonna say there isn't a more iconic character they possibly could have I mean debatably Batman but I mean, without... those are
1: pretty much tied <laughs> yeah and that's I know it. um
0: like a show where the first word is Superman and that's your show it's a Superman show it feels like an easier way to introduce someone into this universe of uh DC shows than anything they've had previous and maybe that's why somewhere deep in my brain why I did watch this and not past uh things be I don't know like with Gotham which is maybe the the only one you could argue would be something that would get people into it it's called Gotham not Batman that's something um, but I think the biggest thing is just that like everyone kinda knows that it's not gonna be just like a a a Batman show. Like if someone says a Batman show, that's not necessarily what you're getting from. Yeah, it's not a lot action Batman one. the animated series. And yeah. So I feel like that's maybe not as um Great of a pull as what I think Superman and Lois could be, which is a pretty straightforward Superman TV series.
1: Yeah, for me, this show was very important to the Arrowverse for two reasons. One was because, like you said, it is the most famous character they've ever adapted, and the other thing is this: Arrow was gone. And for the first eight years of this universe, well, I guess six since Flash came later, Flash and Arrow were the anchor characters of this universe. Some may argue Supergirl, and I, if you want to say that, I'd agree with that too. But um, for the most part, Green Arrow and the Flash were kind of the anchors of this universe, kind of like in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Captain America, Iron Man, I'd almost argue Hulk as well, were the anchors of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And with Arrow gone, and who knows how long the Flash will still go, you needed an anchor to take Green Arrow's spot. And who better than Superman? So that was great. And also, adding Superman gives this universe a little more life left. Like, The Flash has been renewed for season eight. But having Superman there, it just gives it more life to -hmm. keep going for a little bit. Now, I would say whenever Superman Lois does end, it will be time to end the Arrowverse. But for now, it's just smooth sailing ahead. Ah, how nice. Yes. So we talked about the Arrowverse, but in a world post- man of steel post batman versus superman and we're kind of talking about maybe rebooting a superman film franchise how important was this show for superman as a character
0: i think it's really great to give the character kind of a new baseline like uh here's um solidly another version uh that uh it it feels like a new era that can kind of serve as as a baseline the thing i don't know and i won't have any insight in in terms of predictions is um i don't really know like i honestly don't know how this show is doing in terms of like its reach and how popular it is, how much people are talking about Let's it. Just I, say I really have
1: no idea. So it is the most streamed show they've ever had on the CW app. They renewed it for season two after one episode. Wow. And it's, it's their most watched DC show now.
0: Interesting. See, uh, I, I, I kind of did want to wait to hear some of that stuff for The podcast today because I was really, uh, I wasn't sure. Like, because part of me was like, uh, it'll be kind of a shame if they straight up make a Superman show and people like, uh, l- almost like with Smallville, where it's just like, is that a Superman show? Yes, people, <laughs> but are, it's kind of hard when it's unsure, su- they're
1: like, yeah, is that <laughs> Superman now? In a post Batman versus Superman MCU world. This show was very important For Superman as a character Because Unlike When Superman Returns came out We still had Smallville going on And like most of us When we think of Superman from the 2000's Our first thought isn't Brandon Routh It's Tom Welling Yeah. So Smallville was keeping Superman alive Even when Superman Returns failed to launch when Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman happened, we didn't have an alternate Superman to have, so this was really going to put the character back on track. Because in like the TV shows, like for some reason, I don't get why they do this in the movies. The in the movies, they'll allow the director and screenwriter to do whatever they want, versus like DC has more control over the TV shows, uh, making sure you stay in character. Yeah. And also, with having Superman to TV, because you couldn't do another Superman movie right now or it would flop, because those two killed the franchise. I Just look at Justice League's box office. And the thing is, is that you gain Superman for free, and we're spending a week-to-week time with him. Like... When I think about like Gotham and the Adam West Batman show, I see those versions like once a week, most of the time versus with like Michael Keaton. I see him like two or three times a year. So you get more attached to that version of the character. And I think overall television is where you can tell Superman stories the best because you can have every once in a while you can have them just go after a gangster or something. It doesn't always have to be Yeah, the world is in jeopardy. You can have smaller scale stories.
0: Yeah. Which I appreciate.
1: Yes. Another important thing was that this was the show to follow Smallville. And I, I don't know how we can say other than when you think about who is, who are the most beloved Superman actors The people who don't say Christopher Reeve say Tom Welling. Like, when you think about Tom Welling was this generation's Christopher Reeve. Mm -hmm. So to follow up that version, those are some pretty big shoes to fill. Yeah. I mean, just remember when we did our crisis talk and everyone was so excited for Tom Welling popping up? That was the guest star people were most excited about. Yeah. It was not only like redeeming the characters Like hey You had to follow up the gold standard The one that every show From Arrow to Flash to Gotham To Supergirl Has followed the template of Since it ended 10 years ago Yeah So let us get into the anticipation For the premiere Of Superman and Lois So now <laughs> Let's be honest You watched this for the show and good on you for it. Next yeah. time there's a horror movie on Netflix <laughs> or HBO you want to do a special on, yeah. we'll do that. You know, it might not, ne-
0: you know, there, there are non-horror things. I <laughs> won't necessarily subject you to that, but, uh, I, I, have I've, I've watched, I've watched a lot of things that I wanted to watch, but maybe was too lazy <laughs> to like watch because of this show. Uh, and I, I've, I've, I don't want to say I've never regretted it. I've, uh, it's, I'm glad, I'm glad to have done it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it it helps me to stay on top of, uh, it's a little like, uh, you know, everyone knows the experience of someone talking about a show that's really good. And then you just kind of go, yeah, I'll have to check that out.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You're like one day I will. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When I'll add it to my list for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds cool. Um, but uh, I have an I have an excuse to actually uh, to 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 do it for
1: real, so I, I I don't regret it. All right, now anticipation for this show. Where was your anticipation? Were you thinking it would be more of a Smallville type thing, or were you maybe a little worried it would be more Superman Returns or Man of Steel? my excitement wasn't like
0: off the charts because there was nothing for there's nothing in my past or in my framework for that to have happened it would be kind of uh out of nowhere for uh a CW uh like Arrowverse show of which i've never had any connection to for this to be like
1: oh my gosh like <laughs>
0: so i uh yeah i wasn't there but I think I was expecting more of the Smallville side of things, uh, especially from like the title and the little I had heard about it. So that did make me more excited than if we were getting a more like, I don't know, hard fantasy sci-fi sort of uh, strictly Superman kind of thing. So that definitely did make me go like, you know, I do want to check this one out actually.
1: The countdown to pre- the premiere of this show was like movie level hype. Like I was counting down the weeks, the days until we finally got that premiere. And I would almost say Oh, I would also say I don't think I've been this hyped for a TV pilot since Gotham or The Flash in 2014. And I'll I'll be honest, the week of I started getting a little nervous. For two reasons. Mm. One, I'll just throw it out there. Last time, we had a character in a shared universe that had a great introduction as a guest star and not a good as a lead was Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. So it was a little bit like... I don't know. like Everything's mm-hmm. kind of riding on the future yeah. of this franchise with Superman. And also... There was the whole thing of, rightly or wrongly, there's a bit of. Am I putting too much pressure on this show to be as good as Smallville?
0: Because right. that is a
1: very high goal, and I didn't mm-hmm. want to be like, if it's good, that that should be good enough. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but well, you're you're trying not to be like, all right, be <clears throat> to that level that Smallville was.
0: Yeah. It's tough to tame that uh that that expectation that urge to uh compare it so strongly to what came before
1: yes now the day of the premiere february 23rd 2021 what the most important day of the year i might say
0: oh yeah it felt like
1: a holiday people got
0: vaccinated some people oh yes some people got vaccinated
1: some 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 people life got back to normal yeah yeah, wait did you you get vaccinated on february 23rd
0: it was March 23rd, actually. Oh, I was that 23rd was in my later. head, but no, uh, I was I was trying to uh, do a bit where I was uh, trying to make it seem not that important, but that's probably not good to do on a
1: Superman and Lois special. Oh yes. So February 23rd, it felt like a holiday. I woke up. It may not be Christmas, but it was dare I say on the level of Halloween. Like the day starts out normal, but you know. When it gets eight o'clock, oh, it's good, gonna I be like that analogy. A big event. Yes.
0: I, I like that analogy. Those I never thought of the that uh, I'm gonna start using that. Christmas is you're excited, you're excited to go to bed. Halloween is yes. you're excited for it to
1: get later in the day. Oh yes. So counting down, big event. One of the few shows I actually watched when it aired. Because normally I'll watch it on demand, mm-hmm. but boy. Was I ready to watch it when it premiered? And oh, was I hyped! Actually, yeah. I don't know if I told you this because you didn't watch it when it aired. You watched it last night. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, I freaked. I watched out. it on April
0: Fool's Day. Oh uh, yeah, so for quite a while after,
1: <laughs> I freaked out when we first when I first started watching the pilot because there was an issue with our local CW. <laughs> Where th- there was no sound, and it was just clicking noises. Like in the pilot where you see him, his ship going to Earth. Yeah. There's no sound, it's just clicking. I'm like, no, this is not happening. Of all nights. Dear yeah. God, not tonight. Yeah. But then luckily it it came back on. When I rewatched it on iTunes, I realized that it came on right before you heard Clark say his first mm. line. So oh that was definitely a sigh of relief. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow, uh, the stresses of live TV I haven't experienced that. I yeah.
1: know. <laughs> Normally, the only I back when I used to watch SNL, you're hoping <clears throat> will it be an F bomb drops, but no. <laughs> this was. I just want to hear what Superman has to say. Yeah. All right, so let us get into it. I don't know who we want to have go first for when we talk about our initial thoughts. Yeah. On the return. Or the man of steel to television. Yeah.
0: You know, I'm, I'm often worried in, in times where, uh, one of us, uh, clearly, usually me clearly, uh, has, uh, just less informed to say. Uh, I often get, I think it's important. Don't fire me or anything, but I think that there's an, uh, an important outsider perspective, the comment section, if you will. But, um, uh, I'm often afraid that if, if, if my opinion goes first, it'll, uh, it'll, it it will just be the, the, I think I I, I serve better
1: as more of a a reactor, the the comment section. Oh uh, yes. All right. I had sky high expectations for this pilot. Very high, almost impossibly high. And I freaking loved it. It was awesome. It was great. It was everything I'd hoped it to be and more. I would wow. say this is the best pilot the Arrowverse has ever done. And it, I think it also helped, probably, that had that 90 minute run time. Mm-hmm. It's the best pilot they've ever had. And dare I say, it's tied because you can't beat perfection.
0: Yeah.
1: It's tied with the Smallville pilot as the best superhero pilot I've ever seen. Wow. So, yes. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Sky high expectations somehow, some way, they found a way to beat them. So, I shall, oh my God, this is getting annoying real fast. All right. So, I shall turn to you and ask, what are your initial thoughts on the pilot? Well, I guess we can say for the first two episodes of Superman Lois. Yeah, I love
0: positivity on this show. It's great to hear.
1: There's something I've felt
0: about this, the CW shows and, and the Arrowverse that I haven't known how to articulate and never said, but there's like this, like, for lack of a better term, like a, a vibe. It's not. It's maybe a little bit the acting, a little bit the script, a little bit the way it's shot, where it just feels a little off from most shows. I don't know what it is if it's the budget but um this is not about superman Lois. this is about everything else i've seen so far there's something off about it to me uh, it doesn't look like a dceu <laughs> movie yeah it's uh uh that puts a lot of the show's lower on my watch list i say this to say that that was a worry going into this that it was going to like just f- have that off feeling that i can't explain to me this show didn't have that at all and i was pleasantly surprised that it was just it just was over i mean it was overall just really incredible in every like uh yeah i didn't get that that feeling at all i thought that it i was immediately driven from just kind of passively watching it to being captivated and paying close attention to it it's a i'm really excited for it to be um Maybe an introduction that could maybe take <laughs> that weird funk off of some of the the other series because I mean, but even if this is the only like Arrowverse show that I end up watching, I it seems like an incredible standalone. I am really enjoying it so far. Um, the pilot was great, I've like I said, I've seen the first two episodes. I definitely thought the pilot was incredible and my favorite. Um, the the, oh, the sex- you've
1: seen two episodes, yes.
0: Uh, the pilot was my favorite of the two so far, um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I, we'll get into more details, but I, yeah, I thought it, I also thought it was incredible.
1: Yes. So shall we, as we do normally for these type of specials, we get into what we thought worked. In the episode so i i guess um later we'll get into episode two but for right now we'll focus on the pilot mm-hmm. so for this episode um first thing we gotta talk about is oh my god this is sam all right so for this episode Um, One of the first things we should bring up is the adaption they've done of Superman in the show. Now, for me, so excited because finally, it had been 10 years since Smallville ended. We finally, finally had a true live action version of Superman again. And they did something I've been wanting the movies to do, but for some reason they just never get it they focused on Clark Kent is supposed to be the relatable part of the character instead of Superman and just making him sad. I also liked how we saw Superman in a different part of his life, kind of like Peter B Parker and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I'll just say, so I talked about how for me, when Tyler Hoechlin finally gets his show he'll be one of the definitive five Supermen, along with George Reeves, Christopher Reeve, Dean Cain and Tom Welling. And for me after watching that pilot he not only became one of the definitive five he is tied with Christopher Reeve and Tom Welling as my favorite superman actor. Wow, yeah. Yes. Um it from even from just first impressions this isn't like hard to do
0: for me or for or anything but like I'm like in going into it. I'm incredibly happy at like who's playing Superman essentially. Like I, I, it makes me really invested in the character the way besides
1: the fact that he just has your name. That's true. Yes. Maybe that's the only reason he's, (laughs)
0: he's pretty actually, he's actually a very gifted and talented man.
1: Oh, if you you think about it Um, someday, if we ever design, redesign our logo, We'll have it where you're in the Tyler Hoechlin Superman suit and I'll be in the Adam West Batman suit. Yeah, awesome. And we'll be yelling Martha. Yes.
0: <laughs> wow. That's uh that's a uh, great. Didn't we have uh, one of our episodes was Adam V. Tyler. Oh yeah. The so Spider-Man
1: homecoming one. Yeah. Uh, and it's even in the right order. Oh yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so do you have anything else to say about? Well, we'll get more into the story, but your thoughts on this version of Superman? Uh, it was great. I didn't, I, I knew little enough about
0: the show going into it that I didn't know that it was like what time in Superman's life it was going to be. And uh, as it was starting, I was like, oh, so okay, so we're trending toward he's going to be like a, a father, Superman. Later in his life, he's they zoom past him already having met and known Lois. And I, I was just like, oh, interesting part of life for this to be and unique. Let's see how they do it. And yes. I I mean the decision to do that might be the best part
1: of the show. I mean, we'll get we'll get into it, but I I really love the dynamic of it. Yeah, it was a nice change of pace because Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the movies weren't successful. We had just had both a television show and a movie franchise that focused on younger Superman, so it was a nice change mm-hmm. of pace. Yeah. It also lines up to where the comics are now, so that's cool to see. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Now let's talk about Lois Lane in this show. Elizabeth Tulock, who made her first appearance in the Elseworlds crossover and was great in it. So I really enjoyed... This version of Lois Lane, I thought that she was great again as Lois. It was really nice to see her and Clark in a different stage of the relationship than we're used to seeing them in. Yeah, and we see like she she clearly loves him, but she'll also just like stand up to him and call him out on stuff. So I think you know Smallville talks about it. And I think we really see it here at like Lois ground, Superman. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. So, what are your thoughts on this version of Lois Lane played by Elizabeth Tullock? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I kept I obviously with the name being Superman and Lois, I was looking for uh, you know, is it like uh there's got to be a reason they fully uh named the show after both of them. Um and uh having watched uh the first and second episode. Um I guess I'll talk about the second episode a little here because uh, I'm starting to see where they're really taking this as it's really like a, a tag team show uh, about Superman and Lois dealing
1: with things. Uh
0: And that's a of- lot
1: of times. I mean, and we world. didn't see it in the previous movies, but a lot of times, Like, we see that with Clark and Lois and, like, working on the Daily Planet and stuff like that. Yeah. You
0: mentioned that Lois grounds Superman. I think that Lois also, like, grounds the show in a lot of these more down-to-earth, real-world problems that are really interesting, that are so well-plotted to me that I'm... There's potential, again, two episodes in, I'm maybe a little more invested in her storyline of quitting the, the Daily Planet and uh like giving it to the man like that's a that's a, a more interesting story <laughs> to me than what Superman's dealing with and I know they're they're in, in well it, you haven't they're seen episode
1: three but yeah they do intertwine yeah
0: I potential to be my favorite part of the show I think I love both Superman and Lois in Superman and Lois.
1: yes it would be very bad if only <laughs> half of the title yeah. worked yeah All right so Uh, Let's also talk about their sons, Jonathan and Jordan. One from the comics, one original to the TV show. Mm -hmm. So now we knew that they were going to have a significant amount of screen time. Kind of like if you're going to do a Batman show, Robin would obviously have a significant amount of screen time. Yeah. As we saw in like uh, the Joel Schumacher movies, Robin kind of has his own journey in those movies besides just being with Batman all the time. So that was something I was a little worried about, but I do have to say I do like these characters. I think that they work well as a pair. Mm-hmm. I really like their relationship of, yeah, sometimes they don't like each other because how boring would it be if it's like yeah, Rod and Todd Flanders? I love you, brother. I love <laughs> yeah. you, too. Yeah, yeah. Let's <clears throat> hold hands and skip. It'll be fun. But yeah. no, this <clears throat> was, you know, we see them fight. But you can still see how they clearly do care for each other. Yeah. So yeah. whether it's, like, um, at the funeral where Jonathan tells Jordan about, like, he gives him some food because he has to take his pill or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or how, we'll talk about later, but how seeing <clears throat> Jonathan in trouble is what gets Jordan to have his powers.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's like they... uh they hate each other like uh, like adolescent brothers do, but they deep down care for each other in a very substantial way that yes. shows a lot. they're frenemies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, maybe
1: they picked it up for when Bruce would visit for Thanksgiving or whatever with Clark. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what are your thoughts on Jonathan and Jordan? I mean, yeah, this is something, like you said, you were worried about it. Yeah. It, uh, um,
0: like as I was starting to realize like, oh, we're gonna have some teen sons as part of this, it it brings, uh, it may, it makes it something that's harder to do good, I guess. uh, but um, I mean, with my history of uh, you know, you take, uh, <laughs> with with my history for some reason, really liking, like teen drama, like sort of weird thing. I, it's it sounds like, uh, I guess I don't like co- you when
1: teens are happy. I like you when they're sad. I guess I just, I
0: mean, here's the comparison that came to my mind and it's possible. I'm curious if anyone else has thought this, um, but it's so just, it feels like such a stretch, but to me it feels right. And I don't know how much crossover there is even is between these two fan bases, but the thing I kept thinking while watching this, and this is especially true with the addition of these uh like teenagers dealing with their teenage drama problems while also having to deal with a superpower type thing. There is this video game series that uh uh is sort of like it's kind of like the telltale games where it's like you're playing a story, um, oh, but it's yeah. not a telltale game that is probably one of the pieces of media that has affected me most in my life. It's called life is strange. Uh, and uh, I kept getting the feel of that game franchise while watching the pilot of Superman Lois Uh this weird atmosphere of like this like this teen drama with this very serious problem over overlying it and like with a, a teenager like discovering that they have powers that this happens in life is strange. And something about like the music too. like it just felt it gave it this very like happy somber vibe that was very unique that I really liked because it reminded me of that game franchise. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it adds a different, it adds a different layer of drama to the series. That is, uh, interesting. See, there's, there's really like three layers of the show to get invested in unless I'm missing one, but yeah, like there's, there's a ton of layers that keep coming to mind, but I was thinking like Superman, the fatherly, uh, uh, Sort of angle Lois Lane, uh, and her job, and the kids, and their like romance, slash, like the football teams, crush, all that kind of stuff. Um, it they really at every level brought it down to earth, and it's interesting. It's very, it's
1: one yeah, like compared to other Superman incarnations, one of like the most. Human, we've seen Clark in a while. Is in the pilot where he goes to see Jonathan or Jordan in their different rooms, like where he talks to jo- Jonathan about how he made varsity at the football team, or how he'll go to uh, Jordan's room and talk about, <clears throat> hey, it's first day of high school. High school is kind of rough for me. And in there, they reference both Christopher Reeve movies and Smallville in his dialogue to Jordan. So, also, what I liked is that they made it so that Jonathan and Jordan are, like, they're not just young Clark Kent. Like, they're their own people, mm-hmm. and we're seeing them react to things differently than we saw Clark did in Smallville. Yeah, yeah. They they have their own
0: personalities, and they also aren't just, like, a weird cliche of twins.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, <clears throat> did you ever see the... um? The Peanuts movie? Uh no, no. Oh, I have not. Yeah. Oh, I thought I was gonna blow your mind for a second. Did you know uh, Jordan was Linus in the Peanuts movie from 2015? But you didn't oh, see. Really? it. really? So, so he would he, he would have been? Uh, I guess. Uh, I guess it would. Be like, is is the voice like he was? He was he quite a bit younger? Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, it would have been like six years ago. Well, it came out six <laughs> years ago, but. They would have done the recording probably few years before that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I don't actually know how uh, old those actors are, but yeah, I, I I I would assume it's one of those situations where like it's surprising because he, he was like a much younger kid or something when he was doing Linus. Yes. Um, Interesting.
1: Yeah. All right. Now, normally we don't talk about this for when, before we get into the story details, but it does have to be said. This is the most one of these shows has ever looked like a movie, and you can just tell that's like okay. Smallville kicked off a wonderful era that the rest of the shows are following. Mm-hmm. Superman Lois is going to kick off a new era. Yeah, and it just from the aspect ratio, which first I wasn't a fan of having bars, but I get it. It does look more cinematic that way. Yeah. So I mean yeah it has the bars on the top and bottom like you'd see on a movie but yeah just the special effects were amazing and we'll get into it later but man that opening like that opening scene with superman at the nuclear power plant like it's so cinematic they knew that having superman that they, it was going to bring more eyes to this franchise than it's ever had before especially since he's the lead Mm-hmm. And they really went up there with like visually it is the most impressive superhero show I've ever seen. So yeah. what'd you think about the visuals and special effects?
0: Well, I mean, I, yeah, I thought it was great. I felt it definitely felt like a movie, like the the whole pilot. It, it was like I was watching the best Superman movie I'd ever seen. <laughs> Again, have
1: <laughs> Again, it it's not a high bar but <laughs> for, for, for
0: listeners that think I'm comparing it to like, oh, how could you? I probably haven't seen that.
1: Yeah, but, I like yeah, how we, <laughs> we pointed out before. You've only seen the bad ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Superman, Lois. Now, shall we get into the plot of yeah, the episode? Yeah, absolutely. The, All right. the pilot. Yes. Now, we alluded to this earlier, but, you know, for me, while Batman is my favorite superhero, Superman has my favorite origin story. And part of me was thinking, man... I'm excited for Superman Lois and I love what we've done previously. Well, it will feel a little less complete without the origin, but yet they delivered it and they gave it to us really short form. Yeah, but it felt like oh, it's complete. It's nice to have the origin, see his dad's heart attack. No, he's not gonna be a little wino who watches his dad get sucked up in the tornado. So yeah. that, that was nice to see. Because I think the origin really makes Superman relatable. Like, he's not a billionaire who has all these gadgets. He really is, like, I would say he is DC's Spider-Man. Like, he is the most relatable character in there. It's because of Clark Kent and trying to figure out who I am, who I'm supposed to be. So yeah. I was I was so happy to see the origin story. So what would you think? about the way they did the origin story in here. Uh I mean I I
0: liked uh I I thought it was a really good idea that um I mean it, it makes it a really good uh starting point like I said. That I was happy that having gone in with this being the first thing that it felt like it felt like I they were giving a proper introduction to the show into the character without n- being like uh well you should have seen these other shows <laughs> um <laughs> and these other uh crossovers or know about the character already or something uh it uh it was a nice quick not overbearingly long uh introduction that uh i mean i, I knew some of it but uh it, it was a really good recap. Uh, um, yes, like, like, uh, I guess what I'm saying is, like, um, I vaguely know the the origin of Superman, and if you were to have, uh, what, but if you were to have asked me <laughs> what it was, <laughs> I would have been like, uh, something with the plant, uh, there's a planet, there's a from space goes from Krypton, kansas something happened i would have been really pressed to give an exact thing so for the uh not totally initiated i think it's important to have that in there to really remind you this is a grounded character okay yes <laughs> might literally not
1: be in many ways sometimes he doesn't care about gravity <laughs> yeah exactly Let's talk about the first time we see Superman in this show. So many people. This clip I saw shown everywhere on social media, <laughs> online, premiered. And I, I won't lie. of me, got a lump in my throat seeing it. Because like other people said, it was the, f- like, I, I don't want to just like trash man steal this whole thing. Like we're celebrating Superman Lois. But the last Superman watched his dad get sucked up in a tornado. The last one snapped a guy's neck. The last one said to Lois, no one stays good in this world as he went to fight Batman. Mm -hmm. And in this one scene, they perfectly captured Superman where, I mean, we actually had, well, we'll get into that in a second, but Superman saves the kid, brings him his, his hat and says, here you go, friend. And was like, yes, that's Superman. And then when he says, mm-hmm. thanks, my mom made the suit for me and just flies away. It just, yeah. it, <clears throat> in those, like, whatever it was, 45 seconds, it perfectly captured Superman. And it was mm-hmm. the return of Superman after 10 years that we've waited since Smallville ended. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, in a second... I will point out I was so glad I didn't get signed spoiled for me because I gasped when this happened. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. you know what it is.
0: I'm I'm not sure. We'll we'll go. Over I
1: it. gasped when it happened. I was like, oh, they didn't, but they did. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on that first action scene with Superman? Uh
0: I I yeah, that was a great scene. I was uh uh I didn't know. Like again, I didn't know what direction they were gonna. How grounded is this gonna be with a name like Superman and Lois? Like, all the way to small the groundedness. Didn't totally expect that, but that's one end. The origin followed by uh, that great um, sort of action saving the day scene. It was just like, even if you only know Superman from pop culture, uh, this show is. It, right at the beginning giving you yeah Superman this is Superman <laughs> uh yeah I don't know how else to put it It was just like it was so like quintessentially Superman that even if you don't know much about the character
1: it feels right so for me that was kind of a cyber league did you have like a I don't know were you a little worried about being like Mastigo Superman Returns did you have like a specific like Sigh of relief moment of, all right, this is more like Smallville or the versions I don't know about. Yeah, I don't know what I, I guess I I would have been a little worried
0: if it were going in the direction of a sort of a unenthusiastic Superman kind of thing. Uh, like I I want him to. I, I would definitely have wanted him like he did in that scene, uh, like talk to someone get on their level smile at them just like connect with them as a human being um i'll keep keep always call the the others superman mopey but that's i would have if there was a mopeyness i would have been disappointed
1: (laughs) yes all right now let's get into the two easter eggs that they did in this scene which were great to see all right so yeah Where'd it go? Oh, all right. Can you see it? Mm. Yes. Yeah. In that scene, they rec- for his first appearance, they recreated the iconic cover of Action Comics mm. number one. It's even a green car as well.
0: Ah, I did. Wow, that makes me want to... <laughs> yeah, I don't remember like the color of the car i re- i know it, this part
1: of the scene but that's so interesting oh i've seen this scene so many times and they have recreated <laughs> it they did it in superman returns and they did it in smallville except yeah. um in Smallville, he's cat yeah well i guess he did it in here too yeah. but they did in superman returns and they did it in smallville as well so yeah. that was a really cool scene what's really yeah, cool
0: Um, what's really cool about this, I think, uh, like recreating this is like, um, what I mentioned about like that, even if you only know Superman from pop culture and you're watching this show, like this is the kind of thing in pop culture, like this is one of the most iconic comic covers of all time, like it's a part of history, and um, people know this. This is like one of the things that people see when they hear about Superman. So, if you're watching the pilot and something that reflects this comes up. Like you might not, like me, it might not connect in your brain like, oh, they're referencing the cover. But somewhere (laughs) deep down where all your, like, pop culture information is stored, like the iconicness of this is is getting through for sure.
1: Yes, I love it whenever we see covers recreate. They did it in Batman versus Superman. There's a scene when Batman's fighting Doomsday. They recreated the cover, of mm-hmm. the dark knight returns and also in civil war between the battle of captain American Iron Man. They recreated the cover of the graphic novel. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was awesome. And here's what, and now if that wasn't good enough, the next thing they do, which blew my mind, I was so happy. I didn't get spoiled it for me. Mm-hmm. Was we had the Fleischer Superman suit in oh, yeah, his first appearance, we saw the f- actual first screen costume that we'd ever seen on the big screen of Superman. Where we had the black logo, we had the yeah, red belt, it was just wow! Yeah, I
0: did know the like black logo, uh, I thought it was really cool, but <laughs> that was as far as it went. Wow,
1: yes, yeah, so. Nice little reference to the original on-screen Superman. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the power plant scene, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. So also I got to mention this. One thing I really liked again, because we're moving forward in Superman's history than what we normally do.
0: Yeah.
1: Usually Superman general lane have kind of a rocky relationship, like Lane doesn't really trust Superman. But it was nice Mm -hmm. to see, all right, time has moved on. They've worked together. Maybe that won't happen between Jameson and Spider-Man, but hey, it can at least happen with uh, Sergeant Lane and Superman. Yeah. So we had that awesome scene happen, which took place at night, and it looked wonderful. That was really where... Both. They showed off their special effects and they did what people had been wanting since Smallville. Just give us a scene where he's flying around in the suit. Just <laughs> give us that. And they gave yeah. it to us and it was glorious. Yeah. And even the moment where he freezes the ice, well, he freezes the lake, brings back a chunk of ice over the nuclear power plant. Nice little reference to... Superman 3 with Christopher Reeve. Not a lot of good, not a lot of great stuff in Superman 3 because he's sharing it with Richard Pryor, who took up most of the screen time. But that is one of the coolest moments from the movie Superman. It was nice to see it brought into television and updated with today's special effects. So, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts about our first big action scene? Uh,
0: I mean, uh, really, I, I don't have much. To add than that, uh, especially like compared to the um uh that uh the first scene of the first appearance of him. I think it was just um it, with both of these scenes uh so close to the beginning of this, it really it really let you know what the show was going for, I think. And like it may I think that like I mentioned that I immediately was drawn from uh like passively watching it to being like really captivated by it. and I think that the these scenes really both uh, showed that um <clears throat> the direction they're taking the show in. Like I already knew it was going to be grounded and then they're not afraid of it being about Superman. Yes, I don't know if that makes sense. They're not afraid, the show isn't afraid that this is a Superman show, it's
1: embracing
0: what it yeah. is.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> all right. So, one of the things I gotta say again, because it's so important, is I'm so glad they did what was important and made it so that Clark Kent is the relatable part of the character, not Superman. I mean. Clark is the character we follow throughout the show. Mostly he becomes Superman when he's needed. And even in episode five, they did a very small bill type thing where they did an action scene with him out of the suit, but Hmm. yeah. So what'd you think about, you know, in the movies, it was always him, you know, being, Oh, I'm an alien. I'm an outsider. I'm sad. (laughs) And, you know, even like in Man of Steel, he talks about how Zod can't be trusted. Trouble is, I'm not sure humans can be either, which is like a very, he insulted literally everyone who watched the movie. Yeah, that does make him not very relatable, huh? But yeah, I was so glad that they focused on making Clark Kent the relatable part. So what do you think? how is this Superman more relatable compared to previous incarnations that you've seen? I mean, I think they are doing
0: everything right in terms of the relatability of this version of Superman, because all of the things you're saying were exactly why I've always been like a little perplexed at (laughs) Superman as a character where it's just like, there's this like creepiness to it. If you, if you do it that way, um, like, it's really like an uncanny valley sort of thing where it's like he looks human and but he's like weirdly robotically like not connecting to humans. And that's like that. That's like a I can see why people would write it that way, because it's an it's an interesting aspect to like be on this planet where you're kind of one of them, but you're something about you is different and you'll never be completely like them. Like I get that drama, but I don't think it's really what the main character who's supposed to be a relatable hero I don't think I don't think it's the best way to do the character. I think this is the best way to do the character.
1: Yeah. Especially when your character has so many superpowers. Like mm-hmm. the <clears throat> doing stuff like that makes him even less relatable, but this one <laughs> They did uh, such a great job with their version of Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now let's talk about the death of Martha. Martha, why did you say that name? We we had, when we do Snyder cut, we gotta make sure we pack in every Martha joke we can. Yeah, we yeah we do. Um, so the death of Clark's mother, it was, I think it was really important because not only did it like set the story for, but. We saw Clark in a vulnerable place that we normally never do because Clark is used to being able to just save a person like from a bullet or from a car that's about to crush them. But this is one of those few moments where just like his father's heart attack, there's nothing he can do. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's like, when you see him weeping over his mom, there's, he's just, he's not used to this feeling of not being able to save someone. Yeah. And I thought that one of the things, again, talking about making this Clark relatable is that when he, he hears, when he gets the phone call from the doctor about what's happened with his mom, he doesn't care about his secret identity. He whooshes over there and he runs into the house. And even the nurse says, Clark, how'd you get here so fast? And that concern on his face about for his mother. So, what did you mm-hmm. think about putting Superman in that position to where, kind of like his father, there's like a moment where he can't save someone and there's nothing he can do about yeah. it?
0: Well, uh, first of all, like the tension of uh that whole part of it, like especially when like she calls the night before, and you can just tell that it's like. Like, that was my prediction as it was happening. And I feel like the movie was framing it to where you could feel that, where it was just like,
1: I think this is going to
0: be the last time they speak. Yes. Um,
1: and uh, Glad he wasn't a jerk on the phone, too.
0: Yeah, it, it just it felt like a conversation that was like, like when he hung up, I felt like, I think that's the last time he's going to speak to her. And it wasn't bad but it was just like so mundane and he was just like, it's just right, so bye.
1: normal. There's nothing yeah, special. So it,
0: it hurts like knowing what's about to happen and just the mundaneness of it where it's just like, oh, you're not going <laughs> to do anything. And I know something's about to happen. Uh And the other thing I thought, what I really loved about him just rushing there as soon as uh he uh predicted the news, I guess is like, you could tell like uh, like he 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 normally uh obviously you would assume tried to tries to be more under the radar, not shock people.
1: And like in that moment beforehand, yeah. he's talking about how he's got to keep his secret safe from <laughs> mm-hmm. Jonathan and Jordan.
0: Yeah, and he was he was in such a state of uh desperation that he didn't care that it was completely perplexing that he just was suddenly there. Yeah. Um, he just was like. I'm there. I'm immediately there to, to, to tend to my mother. Um, I thought that was really, uh, really interesting.
1: Yeah. And speaking of uh, how you talked about the final phone conversation he has with his mom, when he's talking with her on the phone, if you look in the background, it says, call Dr. Siegel. And another name is like something, an appointment with Mr. Schuster or something. Oh, Jerry Siegel, Joe Schuster, the creators of Superman. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. nice little Easter egg they had there. Yeah, that, that's cool. Also, so when Jonathan and Jordan are at the Kent house, and I'm assuming they're just staying in Clark's old room, mm-hmm. there is a Smallville Crows flag, and Crows was the logo. Of the football team in the Smallville TV show, oh, really? I forgot. I I don't I don't know if I forgot or if I didn't know they are called the
0: Smallville Crows, but I love that. Yes, <laughs> crows are my favorite animal. That's that's <laughs> that's, an, that's an incredible team mascot.
1: I know you'll be trying to place bets on them. And you're like, what do you mean Smallville doesn't exist? I, I see it on TV.
0: Yeah, suddenly I want. I, suddenly I want that to be my personality. I'm gonna yes. dress. <laughs> uh yeah um i like sports now crazy anyway. oh yes
1: <laughs> all right now at the funeral well i guess it's after the funeral but they have the kind of that not a party what's the thing you have after a funeral uh, where like everyone kind of gathers a what uh, i don't
0: know if it i know that sometimes it's called no i think awake is it wake isn't that is it awake when the body's out there I think that's yeah. I think the awake is when the body is. Or out. receptions like for weddings, right? I think it could still be called a reception. Uh, I'm gonna look after <laughs> funeral party for lack of knowing. Yes. Uh, what else?
1: Is it called? <laughs> your mom is gonna search your history and be like, "What? What's <laughs> going on? <laughs> um, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, are all of our relatives okay? I'm, I'm getting
0: reception. I'm okay, getting reception. reception. No. Oh, I, I, yes. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Reception is the double word. use right there. <laughs> uh, Oh, Oh, a wake is held before a funeral. That's okay. right. Yeah. Uh, so
1: this would be the reception. So at the reception, now we've seen Clark is really, we saw the music montage. He's taking it very hard about what the loss of his mom in there, the introduction of Lana to the show and i think having lana there as we see in later episodes she really does kind of serve as like his best friend that isn't lois and i think having that number one it is a character that he would have a history with and number two it's a character that the audience already knows like oh you think of Kristen Kroc from Smallville or Annette O'Toole from from Superman 3 so there's something familiar about it it makes you feel like all right, this is someone who Clark can turn to when he is feeling down or whatever so what do you think about I guess the way they introduced Lana we also found out that her husband was a little unhappy with um, one time where Lana was looking at Clark's Facebook page
0: (laughs) um yeah. These characters, uh, uh, I, I like, uh, the addition of these characters. I, uh, uh, uh as a, as, as a newbie, I was, uh, like trying to figure. The, did out you know at really- first that was Lana yeah. or no, I, I didn't at first. Um, yeah. Did you, uh, yeah. Did you have any, anything
1: more to say about those characters? Well, about, uh, nothing really with Lana, I guess. Well, Well, I guess I'll mention that earlier because I didn't have it on my notes. I like how, you know, Clark and, you know, Kyle may not see eye to eye on stuff as much. Well, clearly Lois and Kyle don't see eye eye to eye as much. (laughs) But I really liked how, like, when Kyle put out the fire that Jordan caused. Nice going, Jordan. That (laughs) Jordan caused that, like. Clark was just like, you know what, whatever grudges whatever, like he thanked Kyle for doing what he can Mm -hmm. to like help all the kids there. So let's talk about Morgan Edge. I guess we'll get into a little bit of episode two. So now, you know what? I'm going to be straight up honest. Normally in these shows, we have a what worked and what didn't work. When I'd only seen the pilot, there was one thing. I would think of didn't work, but then episode two, I was like, okay, it's better. They did this in episode two instead of episode one. So I don't have any, what didn't work for this special because it was that
0: good. Wow. That's nice to hear. Yes. Yeah.
1: So Morgan edge is alluded to in the pilot. And then in episode two, we see him for the first time, actually, recast from the version we saw in supergirl and a bit rebooted. So also kind of like what you were saying earlier, it's nice how superman, the superman show feels the most standalone out of all of them. And yeah. I think they should really try to keep that where have all the crossovers in the flash or supergirl, but try to keep superman standalone as possible.
0: Yeah. I would certainly Appreciate that. So
1: (laughs) yes. So we had Morgan Edge alluded to in the episode. And then we saw what he was going what was going on with him. And we see later in three, four, and five about what his storyline is going to be. And what I liked about having Morgan Edge on the show is that we really are looking at two different eras of Superman with the Stranger and the Jonathan Jordan stuff we're looking at the modern era of Superman comics, like the big sci-fi, the big action stuff, all that. But with Morgan Edge, especially what we see in episode three, Morgan Edge is giving us stories with Superman that we saw from the 1930s and 1940s of the businessman screwing over people and Superman trying to stick up for the little guy. And I loved how we're getting like we're having kind of two kind of main antagonists and they're bringing out two different, but great. And they work well together eras for Superman. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: So yeah. What'd you think about, and he's not in episode one, but what'd you think about the Morgan edge stuff? Well, uh, like
0: I, I, I know nothing about that character's history in the comics or anything. So it, it wasn't like meaningful to me when I heard the name or anything, but like, I, I, really like so far the he he seems very uh hateable (laughs) yeah i I mean
1: i don't real real uh, quick when they name dropped him in the pilot did you know he was important did were you just like oh i guess that's an important name or were you just like oh it's just a probably just another guy did you know he would have some relevance later maybe somewhere in between where i was (laughs) like
0: uh I could tell that that was an important name, but I didn't know necessarily that it was about to be one of the, one of the villains. Um, So I really like him as a villain in, in that I hate him.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. All right. Now one of my favorite moments from the pilot was the moment where Jonathan and Jordan confront Clark about his heritage And he finally tells them that he's Superman. And it felt really reminiscent of one of my favorite moments from the Smallville pilot where Jonathan tells Clark about his origins, except this time Clark's role was reversed. And Mm. I thought that that scene really showed Oakland. It really allowed him, Tyler Oakland to perform as Clark and give a great performance in that scene. And it also kind of showed, I guess how maybe Jordan feels that Jonathan and Clark are closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- what'd you think of that scene? It was one of my favorite <clears throat> moments from the pilot. Cause you know, it felt like it, it just like the emotions that felt real and all that. So what'd you think about that scene from the pilot where they Clark finally tells them the truth?
0: Oh yeah that that was uh, that that was that was pretty uh, it, was, it was pretty powerful um, and as he was when he oh, lifted yes. a car
1: he lifted a car uh, you know he, did, he <laughs> flew with that car yeah he did
0: yeah it it felt like even though you know it's the pilot the show's just starting you could feel like that it very much was like a culmination at least to Clark it was this moment of culmination where it was like okay this is the moment I've yes. got to just <laughs> let it all out. Um, and he very begrudgingly is like, guess I'm going to have to lift a car to prove this and
1: fly. And He's like, "Oh, it's not right. like I have to do this every day, <laughs> but here, here's a free show kids. Yeah. There you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, it just, you could just tell like, that was a moment where like, this is the moment
1: everything changes. So it was, it was very, it was very cool. Oh, yeah. In the moment where, like, you could tell how hurt Jordan specifically felt when he's like telling him, like, we've seen Superman before, we've seen him, and like he tells him how he lied to him all these years. Yeah. Now let's get into the next big action scene of the pilot. It was Superman versus the Stranger. So we had it where Superman figured out where the guy who attacked the nuclear plant was. Oh, you know what I was thinking when oh, watching what? the pilot? The first time when, remember when General Lane goes to talk to Clark and says, I'm sure there's a phone booth or something you can suit up in? Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then when Lewis says no, I'm like, no! <laughs> yeah. Just but, but then luckily it happened later and yeah. it was worth the yeah. wait. So we had that great action scene. It showed we had like at least in the suit, the stranger is a foe to Superman who can hold him, hold his own against. Great action scene. Now, while I'm not a fan of Man of Steel, we gotta just say Man of Steel did raise the bar in terms of special effects for Superman. And you could tell they took the best parts of Man of Steel's flights and fight scenes without all the constant destruction and chaos. So that was cool to see. It felt like for the pilot, if we're going to go out a big action scene. This is the one to go out on. Mm-hmm. And... So yeah, and it was nice how we had this big action scene. Superman gets the kryptonite out of him, and then we have a quick little gag where he suddenly stops right in front of the car and then gives a little wave. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you think about the action scene between Superman and the Stranger in his Halo-looking costume? Yeah. Oh yeah! Immediately when he came down, I was like,
0: "Is this is this Doom guy?" I, I, I <laughs> it looks also a lot like the the out the costume that the character from Doom wears. Is this also, is this the scene it does, it feels like it happens very early on where they go, where he gets it looks stabbed with like a
1: yeah, a kryptonite he's looking stabbed uh, with the kryptonite I, th- I think it's a knife or something. Or...
0: Yeah, that's what it looks like. Basically a knife, a kryptonite blade knife kind of Yes. Thing, where it got it did get like jammed in him Yeah,
1: though. and um, then he falls he, and he's got to
0: take it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this was really cool. I kept, <laughs> I like, I was taken aback where I was like, "What in the Halo Doom looking? Uh, what is this? Is this normal <laughs> for Superman? And who is this? Uh, is this? I, I was trying to think like, is this a a villain I don't know about? And I sh- would be blown away if I like, <laughs> oh, it's the suit guy, it's him, uh, or if it was just like hiding uh an actual character." Um
1: how awful would it have been if it was like Lana's husband under the suit? You'd be like, Oh, <laughs> screw this show.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um uh yeah, I thought it was it was really cool. The one thing I do need to learn, I, I I'm still in the process of learning how the, the lore and how everything works because part of me was just like he gets stabbed like in the heart with kryptonite, isn't he just dead? Like, why isn't he just dead? And then he just pulled it out, and I was like, Okay. Well, I if he pulls it works.
1: out, then like the kryptonite isn't taking away his power, sun heals him. It's all good. Got it.
0: So he just he can he can ju- he just okay.
1: But no, it was really cool.
0: I'm, I'm just <laughs> nitpicking out of my own uh, lack of knowledge.
1: Yes. As long as there's like no vital organs hit, then he'll he'll be fine as long as he gets it out. Got it. Well, if he yeah, doesn't so get it out, missed, it will just keep yeah. sucking the life out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. And, well, we said this a little bit before, but I really like the relationship between Jonathan and Jordan, specifically when Jordan gets in trouble with Sarah's boyfriend and Jonathan, who thinks he has the powers, sticks up for him. And then what makes Jonathan unleash his heat vision is when he sees that Jonathan is in trouble and needs his help. And then, of course, uh,
0: I guess for me it was – kind of like an interesting uh surprise. Um I and I thought that they might have been doing that, but I, I thought it was an interesting surprise when it's like, ah it's the other brother.
1: Yeah, because in um, the comics only Jonathan Kent exists and he has the powers. So it was a little switch oh, from like, well, so my the fans are used okay. to. So they
0: purposefully tried to subvert expectations to the comic fans too. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Interesting,
0: interesting. Um yeah, I thought I thought that was I thought that was really cool. I I I, I sort of feel like maybe you went a little too ham going to into kiss someone, dude. Yeah, that was <laughs> like, pretty fast. <laughs> I know <laughs> that was uh you, you can you can chill out there, but uh yeah, very <laughs> dramatic scene.
1: Yes, so that's the definition: misreading the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, by the end of the episode, now. I liked the idea, as a Smallville fan, I liked the idea of Clark and Lois moving the family back to Smallville. But part of me was like, how exactly is that going to work? By the end of the episode, I was completely on board with the reason that Clark and Lois were going to move the family back to Smallville. And, you know, the reasons are it gives the childhood, the boys a similar childhood to Clark's, Mm-hmm. And it allows Clark to be closer with his family. And I also yeah. think, like, look, let's be honest. Most people who have seen, who have watched The Flash or Arrow, they've seen Smallville. So it's a nice little way, like, hey, it's a nice little, like, way to pay tribute and stuff like that mm-hmm. to the show <clears throat> that yeah. really kicked off this era that we've been living in for the past 20 years of DC television. Yeah. So, uh, by the end, I I understood the reasoning. I was full support of it. I think it was a nice little nod to fans who maybe have been like, it'd be nice to have Smallville back. Well, you know, we it's been 20 years. We probably shouldn't bring Smallville back, but here's like a nice little treat to do anyway. Mm-hmm. So, what are yeah. your thoughts about setting the show in Smallville? Uh, <clears throat> I mean,
0: that's really exciting to me like uh smallville was i guess pretty easily my favorite superman thing before so setting the the show in smallville again like i think it's just a really great setting for superman to be in like i think that adds to the the more grounded feeling of it like uh i kind of like small town story type of things cuz then you have this like cast of characters that you grow to recognize a little more um, yeah. I just think it's a more interesting setting than like Metropolis or, or something
1: like, so, so you yeah. will never goes back. You're like, screw Metropolis. Oh yeah. I I yeah. I'm probably, I'm probably fine with that. I mean, they can go back sometimes. I mean, technically it only takes him like a second to get there. So, <laughs> yeah. So final thing from the pilot, let's talk about the stranger who we learned is captain Luthor. That's yeah. right. So now, in the Arrowverse, Lex Luthor, played by John Cryer, who does a really good job, is on Supergirl for the third season. Mm-hmm. I won't get into how they've gone back to <clears throat> on the well that many times on using her cousin's famous villain, but whatever. Yeah. So this was a nice way for them, if Supergirl is going to use Lex Luthor, this was a nice way for the... because how do you do Superman without Luthor? How do you do it? (laughs) Yeah. And to be fair, there's nothing saying that he's not a version of Lex Luthor. He's just not the version that Clark has been going up against for all these years. Right. So nothing that says he's a, he's not Lex Luthor, but it was nice to have it where we still have a Luthor in this first season. And, by doing it this way, they're able to kind of reboot the a Luthor that fits more in this show than maybe John Cryer's would mm-hmm. and let them put their own spin on the character. And I'm really interested in seeing where captain Luthor's journey goes. So what'd yeah. you think about captain Luthor?
0: Yeah. I, I uh, like him as a villain and is clear, uh, pure vitriol for uh for kal-el because he refuses to say superman yes um i actually the way i did take it uh like from based on what like what happened in episode two was i was kind of thinking of it as like he is a a, a lex Luthor, but just from a different uh universe to different yeah so you're plane. you're
1: you're thinking he is like a version of Lex Luthor. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm not, that's not going off of much, but they did show like that he experienced Superman like in a much different light from a different.
1: <laughs> that universe. version of Superman reminded me so yeah. much of Henry Cavill Superman. Yeah. It, yeah. So, like, oh, um, yikes. Thank God we're not having that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe that's, maybe that's, he, he's, uh, uh, well, we, uh, we already know the Lex Luthor from the DC EU, but, uh, um, (laughs) but yeah, I, I was kind of taking it as he's Lex Luthor, but, uh, I, uh, but I, to be fair, I don't know if I even noticed that they didn't say his first name.
1: Yeah, I, I'm assuming he's probably a Lex Luthor, but since they haven't said it yet.
0: Right, right. I mean, they're, they're leaving it open for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I only have a few. I right, know we've talked a lot about the show, so should we get into maybe a few quick points on episode two? Yeah, sure. All right. So in the episode, we have Superman, Clark, and Jordan at the fortress. Nice to see Jor-el there. It was nice to see they have a similar relationship that Clark and Jor-el had in Smallville and the first Richard Donner Superman movie with Christopher Reeve we saw that Jonathan is a little jealous about everything that's been going on which especially when how yeah. he has to go to school but Clark and Jordan are flying off to the Fortress of Solitude together yeah i thought that was an interesting dynamic there especially because it probably was the feeling is probably reversed where it's probably Jordan felt Jonathan and Clark were closer. Yeah. And yeah. Jordan's probably more closer to Lois. So mm-hmm. what'd you think about, you know, the return of Jorel and then kind of what I mean we'll get more about what Jonathan is going through in the episode later, but what are your thoughts about the return of Jorel and then the feeling of that Jonathan has probably a jealousy?
0: Yeah. Um, the, the, the jealousy, uh, bit, what, uh, it is a pretty, it is pretty interesting. Uh, I, part of me hopes they don't like go into that, like too, too much because I, I They do really still, haven't in the yeah. other episodes. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause I think it's interesting, but it's just like, um, I, I do like the dynamic of them you know not deeply hating each other it's just a, it's a sensible like teen like jealousy feeling left out kind of thing yeah it's an interesting reversal of and and it kept making me think like yeah wow this whole situation how do you, how how do you not mess up the kids with <laughs> with
1: this going on that's that's tough all right so we had the barbecue with at the Cushing family residence Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, actually, what we saw is the extended cuts. Yeah, if you watched it on broadcast, it's a shorter version, but if you watch it like, on demand or on iTunes, like God. I do, yeah, then it's the extended <clears throat> cut. Okay, yeah. So this scene wasn't in the extended cut. I mean, it wasn't in the, the air cut, but we had yeah. it where Lana talks to Clark about how he's got the way of the world on his shoulders. And once again, it really showed... How I think maybe Clark really needs Lana at this point in his life to be a best friend, someone he can talk to about what's going on. And once again, it's someone that the audience is familiar with. Mm-hmm. So, what you think about the? Uh, oh, and also, you know, Kyle is really pushing for Morgan Edge, and they could have, like, he and Lois don't agree about Morgan Edge but you can kind of see his point about like, Hey, there's some bad stuff, but the good outweighs the bad, even though we know that Morgan edges the bill and you can kind of see a little bit where Kyle's coming from.
0: I mean, I definitely, I definitely uh, think uh, with the sort of like uh little like political disagreement, not seeing eye to eye on things. uh, uh it's uh um it it makes for uh like a a compelling uh thing where i think anyone viewing it is gonna take it differently for me i just i i would also hate kyle if i were like i would (laughs) i would i would not be on his side either but uh that's it i think i think that because there's um I think because there is this like sort of political divide sort of thing that they're experiencing in this small town, it, it kind of makes uh, Lois Lane maybe uh, seem a little and probably feel a little um, like an outsider in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, well, was that
1: this episode where she talked about that? Maybe episode three. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's possible. I don't. I, that was just a, it's something I was feeling. So it's possible it's oh, okay. in episode three, and I was feeling the, something correctly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I also liked how like mm-hmm. Lois and Kyle disagree, but it's not like they, it's not like they hold grudges against each other. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's they still try to be civil. Like Kyle. It, let's be honest. It, he's an a hole. But yeah. No. It, it, that's what I was saying. It
0: does feel like people who. People interacting who have no reason to hate each other, but they just have like deep political disagreements or something. Yeah, like it feels like that kind of thing where there's an awkwardness in the conversations because they they know like how each other feels and uh, they they disagree. So there's an awkwardness, uh, and he's like, "Eh, "Tofu burger." Oh yeah. (laughs) uh, Lois she's a ribs girl (laughs) yeah Uh, so there's that awkwardness but it's not like an actual real rivalry or something
1: you know what I really liked was when Clark and Lois are at the barbecue and then Clark goes one hour and Lois goes tops (laughs) (laughs) yeah so another thing I thought was interesting was we find out Jordan's lack of powers feels like and then Like, it's got to be horrible when you're in Jordan's spot knowing your dad is the most powerful person in the world and hearing Jorel say he'll never be as powerful as you. And, you know, I think that it may have, like, made Jordan and Clark less close or whatever. So Hmm. I thought that was an interesting route to go. So what do you think about that? Because... We all just assumed, oh, he'll have powers like Clark, but may not be exactly like what we thought. Yeah, no,
0: I I like that. I I think it's much more interesting than him just being... I don't think I would enjoy as much if it was just like the show just became purely like training the next Superman or something. Like, he's just as powerful. Let me show you the ropes. It, It would almost feel like it almost feels like an anime or something where it's just like, we need to get more powerful so we can oh, beat yeah. the bad guys. And every episode is about getting more powerful. Hm. Uh, I wouldn't enjoy that as much. So I the fact that he it's more dealing with this emotional weight of just like, uh, your your grandpa saying, you're never going to be good enough.
1: Oh, uh, yes. In, in a way.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I do like that.
1: I, I think it makes it more interesting. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Now, we talked about earlier about how usually in the canon, General Lane and Clark have disagreements. But because we're entering their lives later than what we see in other versions that they've come to work together. Yeah. But I thought it was really interesting to see how much, how upset General Lane was that Clark shared his secret with the boys and you can kind of see like how different they are in that moment where general lane is, is thinking, no, it's your duty first or whatever. And Clark is trying to have it where he's both fulfilling his responsibilities <clears throat> and giving his family a normal life. So what'd you think about that? That is something I, I, I did kind of feel
0: where it was just like, this is such a complicated situation. Like uh, it really does feel even if the reason makes sense, like telling like your kids growing up knowing you're Superman, that's going to mess them up. <laughs> but also just knowing that you've been lied to and that so much of what happened to you in your life, like you have to reframe so much of what happened. to You're like, that's, that's really damaging too. So like I can understand where he's coming from that he's like upset about, um, them knowing, uh, but it's also like, I mean, he, now that they know that there's some power that he has that he possibly doesn't have total control of, there's really no choice, but to just try and start coming clean and, uh, trying to be responsible about it um so it's a very complicated situation it's interesting knowing that this is like a common the the this divide or this rivalry sort of between uh him and and superman is okay is part of uh the history of
1: of the character because I, I didn't i didn't know that actually so now the This episode, it ended with General Luthor or Captain Luthor giving him that key thing, right? And says, like, from my world, we work together.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Now that you know that they've had this history of they don't trust each other. Mm -hmm. Do you think somewhere in the season, General Lane could turn on Superman?
0: I I was definitely thinking that's a possibility. I know that that's what they're hinting at i don't know which way it's gonna go i think i think i'm gonna have to see how it, it plays out i guess i would say i think it's possible
1: all right another one lois leaving the planet i thought that so we see lois is having this rough time and she's really unhappy with how the planet is run by morgan edge i thought number one that was really cool of how she didn't just sell out. Like she knows Morgan edge is an evil dude and, mm-hmm. you know, is not just going to let him do whatever he wants to her mm-hmm. articles. I also thought that it was real important that Lois make a sacrifice kind of like everyone else mm-hmm. is about leaving their life behind from yeah. Metropolis. Mm-hmm. I think that, having her be at the smallville gazette where she can be a little bit more in charge she doesn't have to worry about a corporate overlord watching over everything she does is very interesting and i really Mm -hmm. liked how you know at the beginning of the episode she's talking about leaving a place you loved and we're assuming she's talking about metropolis but really yeah she's talking about the daily planet which i thought was a Great yeah, twist. I, I thought that was really awesome
0: because at, at the beginning of the episode I almost thought that was kind of corny like you're talking, you're just, you're, I don't know you're talking about Metropolis, we didn't really get to know that in this show um, uh, and it was just like a, it's like a, a little cliche, uh, but the fact that it's actually um, little do you know comes back in the episode and it's actually talking about
1: the daily planet like that's that was really cool all right last thing we'll bring up for the episode is evil superman boy that (laughs) man did i get really i flash back to man of steel and bvs yeah so now we understand why captain luthor is the way he is Mm -hmm. and that makes him That makes it more interesting because now, like, not only does Superman have to defeat Captain Luthor, he has to show, I'm not that person, you know, I'm the good Superman. See, red, yellow, blue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's, he's, um, Superman is, uh, necessarily working against someone's deeply held beliefs about, uh, about, the world. Um, that definitely makes for a more interesting villain. It actually kind of makes for a relatable villain because it, you know you can consider what in your life are you being a villain about because you're not reevaluating evaluating uh, your beliefs. It's
1: oh, kind of yes. a, It's
0: kind of a good moral. This isn't unwanted answers, but it's kind of a good moral. <laughs> um, Always nice
1: to have a good moral.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting. I'm curious to see how he... Continues to tackle with, like, this isn't the same Superman. Like, I get where you're coming from, that you would probably think of yourself as a hero when you had a weird alien guy zap all your friends to death. But
1: (laughs) it was different. (laughs) Oh, yes. Now, a lot... So, I decided... So, we've gotten through what we wanted to for the... Storylines of the episode. I figured, well, we maybe add a new segment to this show, which I think I talked about to you about a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Which is, if you like this, check this out. If you liked Superman Lois, one thing you should check out is The Flash. So, The Flash is the show the most similar to Superman Lois and Smallville and the main showrunner of Superman Lois was the main showrunner of seasons 2 through 5 of The Flash. And this season in particular has The Flash's daughter coming from the future to see her dad. So we kind of have a similar situation that Clark is in it, happening to Barry. Mm -hmm. Now, if you like this, I've read a lot of this. I've really been enjoying it. Lately, you should check out Superman Rebirth. This is the storyline that a lot of Superman Lois is based on. So, when DC did their relaunch, they had it where, oh my, it can get a little complicated. Just short end, <laughs> yeah. imagine we had the DCEU, right? Mm-hmm. Henry Cowell Superman dead. Yeah. And then, because of like time travel, everything. Sucked in the universe. Tom Welling Superman is there with Lois and his son, Jonathan. So yeah, it's a little bit like that. But this is a really great entry point to Superman because you don't really need to know a lot of the backstory about that. This, I think, really introduces you to the character. It's a Superman issue one type thing. Cool, yeah. So this introduces... Now, they had done a little mini series earlier, but this is where it's the main continuity canon. Yeah. <clears throat> so this has Superman Lois living on a farm, not Smallville, because they're trying to keep they're they're not going out as their identities as Clark can Lois Lane, they're pretending they're they have other identities. Okay. So they're living on a farm. We see Jonathan gain his powers and all that. So if you liked Superman Lois, check out this is the one that I think this is the earliest one chronologically. DC Universe Rebirth, Superman, Volume One, Son of Superman. Awesome. Yes. So, Correct. real quick, let's fire off some thoughts about what's next. What's next for Superman and Lois? Because, God, we have like two months until there's a new yeah. episode. Well, All right. You not, literally
0: know what's next
1: for three more episodes. Than, oh, than yes, I do. But, I, yeah. I do. Alright, so number one, will Supergirl appear in the show before her show ends? Now, normally I think, I want to try and keep Superman as standalone as possible, but she's such an important Superman character that I would mm-hmm. like yeah, for her to appear in some way, kind of like, if there was a Batman show and a Robin show, I, I'd want Robin to show up in the Batman show. Right, yeah. So, number one, do you think we will have some type of crossover before this, before Supergirl ends? And do you think it would be either on Superman Lois, or would it be on Supergirl? I kind of lean maybe it would be on Supergirl more than yeah, Superman a, and Lois, but I, I was thinking what do you it'd think? be more likely. I, I was thinking it'd be more likely to
0: be on Supergirl because I don't know. Superman and Lois does feel like it's being a little more separate. At most, uh, rather than any kind of converging storylines, I maybe towards the end of uh, like Superman and Lois season or whatever, maybe there might be uh, something slightly above a cameo, uh, like just a, a little bit of uh, screen time. But I don't know how that would work in. I, I see it more being in Supergirl where uh, crossover has already been established and stuff.
1: Now, there was going to be a crossover between Superman, Lois, and Batwoman. And it got canceled because of COVID restrictions, right? They don't want the shows to intermingle. Yeah. Do you think COVID might make it so that we won't have a crossover between the two? Yeah, I could definitely say
0: that. It makes it much more difficult. I don't, yeah, I don't think there's going to be a full crossover type of thing.
1: All right. Now, here's an original thought I had before the show started that I'm not so sure on it anymore. From the trailers, from everything we saw, I was so sure that Jordan Kent was going to turn out to be evil. I almost thought that it, the guy in the suit was Jordan from the future. Oh. I was so sure he was going to be wow. the villain. Yeah. And now I'm not so sure. But what do you think? You think he could be a villain, or probably not really,
0: from just the context of the show? And I, I, I didn't really get that impression at all. Like he just seems like a troubled kid who, like, it almost seemed like I, I get the opposite impression. Really, that it's like the fact that he is like a little more troubled and more introverted to me says that the story seems to be more of him becoming a hero, not a, not a villain. So.
1: yes. So now before the episode aired, a lot of people were talking about how will this tie into crisis on infinite earth? And I'm like, can we just move on from that piece of garbage? (laughs) Can we please move on? But I did have an idea. What if, Background saying, could Jonathan be evil? I mean, could Jordan be evil? Yeah. I was thinking, you know, in Crisis, because, you know, everything got, got rebooted in Crisis. Yeah. It started with baby Jonathan Kent, and that was the only one. Post Crisis, now there's two twins. And I was wondering, you know, Lex was at the beginning of time in Crisis. Could Jordan be something created by Lex? To hurt Superman, eventually have him turn evil, and then Superman tries to redeem Jordan, and then it ends with Jordan sacrificing his life to save Superman. And then, if we want to get really dark, we see Lex John Cryer's Lex there. He after, right after Jordan is killed, giving his life to save S- Superman, and Superman just grabs Lex by the neck. And we see Superman's eyes turn red. And he doesn't do it, but just for a minute, he thinks about it. He thinks of finally getting rid of Luthor. But then, you know, at the end, he's like, you were wrong about Jordan, and I'll never be what you want me to be, Lex. So that's just <clears> my <throat> idea before the <throat> show aired. Don't think it will happen now, but... Yeah. All right. Now, we have two villains going on. Morgan Edge and Captain Luthor. Yeah. Could you see them doing a Batman Forever or Batman Returns where they team up? Or do you think they'll be separate the whole time? I kind of think maybe somehow they'll team up. Towards the end, season finale, they're working together.
0: It would almost feel weird if it was completely, completely separate the entire time. I I would predict that somehow they're going to...
1: Final thing that could happen. Do you think... Here's two things. Number one, do you think Captain Luthor will stay hating Superman or will they eventually work together? And number two, could the season finale be red and blue Superman versus black suit, evil Superman?
0: That I really, I don't know how that would happen. I what I will uh, say, I, I am feeling maybe with the with the way they have uh set up like uh Luther so far is I could see him turning around. Uh he's a more sympathetic uh Luther in general at least as far as I can tell. Um so, you know, I w- I don't know about full uh, Kylo Ren like starting to smile and be more <laughs> chipper, but I could see him turning around a bit.
1: Do you think we'll see Superman versus Superman in the finale? The season finale?
0: That's very cool and comic booky. Uh and they established it like I could. <laughs>
1: i could how awesome would that be
0: yeah it would be like an it would be like an injustice uh yes scene and i like how they by the way in the pilot established that they know who superman it that the kids know who (laughs) superman is in that injustice is also canon in the in
1: technically if you think about it yeah um there will probably be merchandise of superman yeah so there would be video games too did you there's this great superman anime movie called superman versus the elite and they have it where lois and clark are walking past like a tv store and there's this really cheesy rocking bullwinkle type superman show that they watch (laughs) and then uh uh, lois looks at clark and clark looks at her and says the producer said be educational (laughs) that's, that's funny all right so Let us get into our final thoughts on Superman Lois. I won't lie. I think I might watch the pilot again tonight after doing this special. I was. Yeah. Yes. Isn't it nice to talk about Superman in a positive light for once?
0: Yeah. I mean, can you see
1: there, there he is. There he
0: is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right
1: there. We got the two anchors of the Arrowverse now. Yeah. Right there.
0: For sure. Um, yeah, it's it's great. I I mean, I'm in. I'm enjoying this enough in a way I didn't expect to. Where I I mean, I'd be perfectly happy talking about future future episodes too. I'm oh, probably gonna try when and,
1: you watch them. Yeah. Let's do it. It's not like we got any yeah. movies coming out soon. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. All right, Now let's get into our final thoughts. Cool. For me, I had almost impossibly high expectations for this show, and it exceeded them. Number one, it kicked off a new era for the Arrowverse and gave it another anchor character to be with the Flash now that Green Arrow is done. And for a difficult job in following Smallville, they were up to the task, and boy, did they deliver, to create a show that deserves to follow Smallville. And it got Superman back on track again. And it's something he's needed for a while. And there's no other way to say it, guys. For the first time, Superman fans in a long time, we finally have a victory. Like we won. Like we got a winner right here. So there we go. Absolutely. What are your final thoughts on Superman, I mean, Lois? I'll just I'll
0: just say to to put it simply, I I think it's great, and I think it's. Uh, it's a great rebirth, uh, in a way. Uh, a great Ironic entry.
1: how you say that, because that's what the comic is based yeah, on. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's. I was getting, I was getting a, a little at that, but yes. Uh, nice uh,
1: little wordplay. Yeah. Oh, um, that's the title of the season premiere, of Supergirl that aired this week. Wordplay, rebirth. Okay. <laughs> no, that'd, <laughs> that'd be like, a weird. That would be wordplay? <laughs> Probably an episode um, of Mixie Spitalik. Yeah, I'm trying to say his name backwards. <laughs> Um, uh,
0: I I think it, it's a it's a great starting point uh for the character, for uh, a TV universe. And I think they've got something pretty good going for them. Uh, it's a pretty good, like I said, they they did all of the thing, all of the ways that you could do Superman right. It seems like they're doing.
1: All and right, guys, that. there we go. For our special episode on Superman and Lois. Boy, what a journey it was! Boy, what an exciting moment it was! We finally got it for years. I bet you on this show for it to exist. We finally got it. Yep. Now we did, Don't didn't say happen. we didn't
0: get you anything.
1: Yes. Now it didn't happen a lot this episode, but every once in a while, you may find that. Wait, why is there no ground beneath me? And you realize you're falling falling and falling and you know if you're lucky maybe superman will catch you and carry you up up and away but until then as you continue to plummet you realize that you will and forever will keep falling down that rabbit hole